0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, Managing Editor, Fightful.com. FightfulWrestling.com. This is a big one, you guys. October 22nd, we have Monday Night Raw to talk about. I did an NWA 70th Anniversary Show podcast last night. Check it out. Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis. Jazz is that woman. You all should watch that show. Also, you should watch our great shows on FightfulSelect.com. Maybe this show isn't enough for you. Maybe you want retro reviews, Q&A podcasts where you can ask us anything. You want NXT 205 Live, Mayung Classic Reviews. We have a live show after that whole block of programming. We also had the Weekender where I reviewed Lucha Underground Impact, BTE, NWA content, lots of stuff, Ring of Honor. Check it out, FightfulSelect.com. Uh, the last of the plugs to start things off. We have started a new MMA channel that will have MMA and boxing content. Last week we were adding so many things. And I, I wanted the ability to go live and talk to you guys about big happenings more often. I have a great news team of David Tees, Andrew Thompson, and uh Jeremy Lambert who have enabled me to take on other duties as well. So I wanted to go live with uh more with more uh stuff. Than usual, I wanted to be able to uh, go live with news and just discussions, not not necessarily about uh, huge topics like uh, or not necessarily huge topics, but you know some some things that that maybe don't register for other people. Like today, I went live with Chris cyborg wanting to train Danielle Brigoli, Alex.
1: Oh, you mean the cash me outside girl? I
0: sure as hell do. now, if you noticed, I stuttered and stammered there for a moment. Alex, do you want to know why? Why? I accidentally tweeted out our Hangouts link. (laughs) So people were joining as I was doing my plug. I'm like, oh, no, what's going on? I got to delete that now. (laughs) Anyway, we've got an MMA and boxing channel. Pretty soon all of our MMA and boxing content will be there. All of our pro wrestling content will be here. Uh, The link is in the description below and in the comments below, so please uh, subscribe. It would be a great service to us. It's time to talk about Monday Night Raw, and boy, is there a lot to talk about, Alex. Uh, This was one of the most momentous
1: Raws ever. Listen, if you you took out the whole thing at the beginning, where the guy that the company has been built around for the past 3 years has blood cancer, bone marrow cancer, whatever. If you took that out, it would still be a hugely momentous raw. Yeah. But that's but that's also in there and a huge deal. Like huge. Um so I don't know if we're going to have time to go in depth on the fact that they decided to turn Elias' face on any other any other Raw that would be the biggest thing on that Raw by a country mile. But not tonight.
0: Let's go ahead and get into it. Roman Reigns is off this weekend's events. Earlier this afternoon, uh, Robbie Fox of Barstool Sports tweeted that he heard that Roman Reigns was injured. Later on, you would hear Mike Johnson, a PW Insider, say, well, no, maybe that's not the case. He's in the ring working out. When I messaged a source, I got a one-word text back, and it just said inactive. It sure as hell
1: didn't say Roman Reigns has leukemia. It, 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 I'm sure it also didn't say Roman Reigns has been battling leukemia for 11 years because that was something – i was unaware of
0: oh yeah never mentioned in an interview that i know of yeah never brought up roman reigns comes out and he's wearing street clothes that's that's a pretty bad sign already if you are a fan of roman reigns and if it just just it's a bad sign yeah because WWE doesn't typically have a roman reigns come out in street clothes man it, it's hard to put this into words He says that he told the fans that he was going to be a fighting champion, that he was going to be there every week, and that uh, he lied, that his real name is Joe, and that for 11 years, he has been battling leukemia. Well, that's a shocker. There's no two ways to put that. This is a tragic shocker, and you hear the wind just come out of the room.
1: There, there was one sad soul, way up somewhere in the nosebleeds, who by himself, all on his own, some did what, and then realized, oh crap, I uh, oh no, like yeah, like,
0: that, that guy, he was it was like <laughs> I'm Roman and I'm battling leukemia. What?
1: Oh, oh no, ah, like um, one of
0: those that, that... Uh,
1: this. That's why you don't want. That's why you don't want this. Was it was one of those deals where? I, listen, they have a history. They've gone to this well before with the fake retirement speech. Yes. Okay, when Sasha Banks did it, she had me hook, line, and sinker. I thought she was seriously injured and was quitting, and then she didn't. I mean, but I mean, and- how often
0: do you hear? wrestling talking heads say man Sasha Banks she's going to be the next one that has to retire because of her style sure nobody's ever said that about a Roman Reigns and you know we didn't know leukemia until we came into tonight and while he doesn't necessarily have the style that would lend you to think that quite frankly shit happens man
1: yeah the thing is when I see him in street clothes and he coming down to the ring I think either a that's bad or b this is an angle and with with, with knowing the history of Roman and the history of WWE, I think B, that's an angle is probably 80%. So I'm mm-hmm. sitting there looking down at my phone and he says the word leukemia. and all of a sudden, everything changes. Oh yeah, like that's a whole different ball game. And um, they're not going that route. No, before. they don't not, do not, that. Not even Vince, I don't think could sink that low yeah to, to make to make an angle out of leukemia i just don't think so i just don't think it's possible
0: yeah and i mean <sighs> before that all of that seems like something WWE would do in their constant effort to get him over as a character on the television program we, we talked about it weeks week and in, week in and week out and because of this diagnosis doesn't mean that that opinion changes however you can disassociate the man portraying the character and the character being portrayed and i mean even the character being portrayed puts on good matches works really hard i mean he got a really good match out of big show before big show got abs yeah so that last man standing match if i remember correctly was was very good very good so i mean i I really like his his in-ring work but WWE has compromised a lot of their programming in an effort to make him above and beyond. And still up until even a couple months uh, until presently, they would do anything they could to get him cheered. This is not something they're doing to get him cheered. Will it? It did tonight. And it probably will when he comes back, because this can change your perception of a guy. This isn't a guy that it's a guy that, Sure, maybe he's been shoved down people's throats, but he's a guy battling something very, very real and very, very dangerous no. and very scary and horrifying and, quite frankly, can be life-threatening.
1: This, yes it, does. yes, it absolutely can. This is, uh it changes everything about this guy to me because I, I'm able to separate the guy, the actual person, from the character he portrays. And the actual man... Knowing, like he actually has been, is going through this for these eleven years, but nobody else around him knows this. Maybe they, maybe they do, but it certainly have been kept a lid on. So none of us. Corey don't.
0: Graves said he never knew.
1: That's amazing. So, like, the, here's the thing: is, but this, all this turmoil around him, like we, we hate you, Roman. You're being shoved down our throats. We, you suck. All the booing and all that crap. He's going through that. That guy knows he's having to fight through this disease to get to this point and one of those things of if these people only knew and now we know, and my God, this guy totally changed in my view. Like this, this promo is one for the ages. It wasn't a promo. It's a real life thing. When he says my real name is Joe and I've been battling leukemia. That's a huge step for WWE. They don't do that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So, so a part of me wonders how much of this WWE knew ahead of time. Roman Reigns was not in the WWE 11 years ago. No. He was nowhere near WWE at that point. And I, part of me gets the feeling that WWE has not such extensive medical yeah. research that they probably find out at some point. But also, part of me thinks that if Vince McMahon knows this, mm-hmm. you damn well better believe it's in canon already. Yeah. that's That's the confusing thing about this. Man, I just hope Roman Reigns can get better. He says it's not a retirement speech. He's going to come back, and he gets a great ovation for this. Thank you, Roman, Chance uh, appropriately. Yeah. This is just – man, it's heart-wrenching. It's heartbreaking. It just takes – it takes the wind out of everything.
1: Yeah, the the thing that wrecked me was at the top of the ramp when he left – when Dean and Seth came out, and Seth was gone, man. Seth, I mean, it felt like Seth found out that afternoon. Like, that's what it looked like to me. Like, he was, it looked like he was blindsided by this and his best buddy. Because when you hear the word leukemia, like, I had to go and look it up. Like, I always think of it as, like, a kid has leukemia. And, like, it's really dangerous because it's a lot, the fatality rate is a lot higher in kids than it is in some in, in, in adults. Uh, it's still deadly, but it doesn't. You know, it's not not a stage four brain tumor or something. Like you, you can you can get past this with treatment, but still, that's a scary word, leukemia. And the and like to see his his brothers Seth and Dean be so affected for that for the you know the triple fist bump that was that was heart wrenching. Like you said,
0: the emotion on Seth Rollins' face. I mean, you could see it. And the seriousness of the situation cannot be underscored quite enough. Uh, We definitely hope that Roman Reigns gets better throughout the night. uh, Several wrestlers, people in WWE, just people in wrestling in general, sent their well wishes. You can see those over at Fightful.com. We'll talk more about this throughout the night. And this was a big-time episode of Raw, even beyond that. And, And like I said, I mean... Roman Reigns and Corey Graves, I think they first wrestled in 2011, and Graves said that he didn't know. Yeah. Man. man. Let's move on. WWE Raw, October 22nd. Reminder, guys, we do have an Evolution post-show this Sunday. I'll be joined by Latoya Ferguson and Trina, who you all may remember from the uh, Raw podcast when we, we first started the site. We're bringing back a legend of our own for this show. Very happy to have both of them uh, with me this Sunday night. So join us for that. We got a lot of stuff coming up about Evolution. So Roman Reigns relinquishes the WWE Championship, Universal Championship. I don't even know if we mentioned that. No. <laughs> I don't know if we even mentioned that. He relinquishes the championship. Yeah. So no title holder. Oh, Take man. It. Finn Balor defeated Bobby Lashley with Leo Rush. Leo Rush comes out, and I love that Renee Young immediately wonders why he doesn't have a shirt on. (laughs) And to me, I thought this was a nice way to try
1: to lighten the mood, but man, it was real hard. Yeah, listen, anything following that is going to die a death.
0: Yeah, and this was the first time that I, I think I even told you off the air, the first time I ever went live during an episode of Raw was yeah. for this situation, because, I mean, you have to. So Rush distracts uh, Balor, allowing Lashley to hit a clothesline, and they make it look like Rush was chanting Lashley all throughout a commercial break, which I think is hilarious. That's yeah, good. That is fantastic. Do you think this ever backfires and the crowd starts going, Lashley! Lashley! <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, like, sure, is like a, an ironic chant. Absolutely, why not? Do it. But here's the thing. Listen, if you're not watching 205 Live and you think this kid is just a mouthpiece, like the five-way, the the, the quintuple threat match last week, that guy put on a clinic with Cedric Alexander. He's so good. I, I really need to see him and Lashley team up and have a tag team match.
0: I am so happy that Leo Rush is still wrestling. My God, he's so good. Because, you know, a lot of times when they slide somebody into that role, yep, it doesn't necessarily work out in that way. Lashley sets up for the deposit. But Balor reverses it, rolls through, hits a drop kick. Balor also gets a double foot stomp, but Lashley turns the tides by catching uh, catching Balor with a Samoan drop. Balor gets a sling blade and ends up rolling up Lashley for the win. That's that's it. Uh, this was a bumper match essentially after that horrific announcement that we we saw.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, th- th- I think a lot of it is that you can get into. Uh, people are going to cheer Finn. Finn, Finn yes. is a u- universally beloved character on this show. Uh, if they threw so- some real uh, push behind him, he would he would get uh, a unanimous cheers. Um, so it's good that they that they relied on him to get the crowd, you know, going and rooting for it, for something. But still, like like that's a hard act to follow, man.
0: It is, man. It. And I feel like WWE felt like they—I mean, you couldn't do it anywhere else on this show. Reigns doing that had to be first, had to be first.
1: Yeah, I mean, it cast a pallor over the rest of the of the rest of the evening. But I don't think you can end the show with it, especially not like, with what, what they did. Not doing to with the end, yeah.
0: Ruby Riot with the Riot Squad defeated Sasha Banks with Bailey and Natalia. Let's go ahead and talk about the match made for Evolution, which is a fantastic disservice to a great number of people involved in it. Ruby yes. Riot has carried this show from an in-ring perspective for the women's division on her back in the ring. Yep. Sasha Banks and Bayley. Sasha Banks straight up took a shot at WWE and said, we'll win those tag titles whenever they announce them. Yep. Natalia has been involved in getting Ronda Rousey where she is, but then where's, where's Natalia right now during this Bella Twins situation?
1: But it wouldn't it would be nice since there's two Bella twins? It'd be nice if Ron if Ronda had a friend that could be in the ring with her in case you know the damn numbers game took over. Well, wouldn't it have been nice if Natty had been uh, in Ronda's corner when the Bella twins turned on her? No, but we can't have that. Let's give Natty something else to do. Yeah.
0: This this six woman tag match is just so. They I, people would have been better with a competitive sasha banks versus Bailey match
1: yes it, it, it's this Going on there. the way that they are putting together this evolution card is is as though it was the card was being sabotaged like it does it, it, there are so many more options you have rather than this six woman tag match with nothing on the line whatsoever, and this battle royal for a future title opportunity that is half-retired people.
0: And as you mentioned on Twitter, why wouldn't these six women rather be in that match from from a character standpoint?
1: Like, why wouldn't, like, I, oh, like, here's the thing. Somebody tried to, like, oh, this is a, but, but, and if they're, if you put them in the battle, Royal, you, you would just complain that they're not in a storyline match. Listen, the fact that you can sit there and- This isn't a, a storyline match. The fact that you, somebody can sit there with a straight face and call this thing. This debacle, this perfunctory six-woman tag, a storyline match when there is no story to be found anywhere, is it, it shows how low the bar is that they have trained so many fans to accept. Listen, uh, it's fine if you actually built this these trios as trios for a month and gave them a real thing, to, like a real grudge to fight over. But now it's just... Ruby and her and her little bobsy twins who go around, you know, throwing condiments at doors. And then Natty is now friends with Bailey and Sasha for some reason. Like, wouldn't they all rather have at least a fighting chance at getting a future title shot? I think they would. It's, uh, it's just, it's just mind-blowing. Well,
0: Sasha um, and Ruby do work well together. Sasha does a Lucha arm drag, which Cole calls deep. Now, I just want to say done a few lucha arm drags in my day and i've done a few regular arm drags i've done the wrestling style i've done the pro wrestling style you can't really get deep on a lucha arm drag that's not the way that works you grab them by the wrist you run up the ropes you turn that's not the way that that works uh either way ruby applies a cravat and then kicks out sasha's leg i love that it reminded me. I posted it on Twitter of Lash
1: LaRue's Whiplash 2000 move. Oh, I miss Lash LaRue. That guy was great. He, he Love was. that guy. <laughs>
0: Every, like everybody and their mom uses the the fireman's carry into a yeah. seated the Michinoku driver. He was yeah. doing that in WCW before anybody else on the, the yeah. show was. And I'm surprised nobody's picked up that Whiplash 2000. It was a three quarter face lock with a Russian leg sweep. Well, oh, yeah,
1: seems. What I love about that move was the float over for the cover. Oh, yes. It was seamless. Mwah! Perfect.
0: Very good stuff from Corporal Cajun. Ruby Riot is head scissored into the buckle, eats a knee that got Sarah Logan to react really well. Mm-hmm. When Sasha hit Ruby with that knee, it hit. It, there was a pop, and Sarah was like, Oh, hell! <laughs> <laughs> Meteora and a backstabber hit, and everyone ringside battles it out, which, of course, leads to Sasha... What's going on over here? <laughs> let me just quit my match and get involved. Oh. These two women that I'm going to tag with Sunday might not be able to handle themselves against these two women that I'm fighting Sunday. <laughs> the odds are even to let me come out here. This makes it's her look so dumb. It's insulting. Mm. Well, Ruby Riot wins with a riot kick. Lazy booking, lazy finish, good wrestlers.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this is a thing that they should have done. They should have easily could have easily done this Queen of the Ring tournament. If you're gonna put a title on the line, do a Queen of the Ring tournament at Evolution. That would have been really cool, and that would could it, it would it would have given us some really great matches as opposed to a battle royal, which is a lot of fun but not really wrestling, and a six woman tag. That's you know who cares,
0: or at least the finals of that tournament. Yes. And then that could have made sense for Bailey and Sasha. There you go. Hot damn. It That took about, uh, what, 12 seconds on a yep. random post-show yep. Raw to do? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Nia Jax cuts a bad backstage written promo about winning the Battle Royal this weekend. There were a lot of these that promoted Crown Jewel and Evolution. And pretty much all of them were terrible. Dana Brooke honestly had the best one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dana Brooke's improved a lot, though. Uh, Kurt Angles was by
1: far the worst. My God. <laughs>
0: hold on, hold on. I'm going to do this as if it were my Fightful podcast co-hosts. Hey, I'm Sean Ross Sapp. I know I appear on a lot of podcasts, and some people say I may spread myself too thin. Fortunately, I have great co-hosts. Like on Monday, I have Alex Palowski. He has stage experience and knows what he's talking about. On Tuesday, I have Alex Pawlowski. He has stage experience and knows what he's talking about. Formerly, on Tuesdays, I have Anna Boward, who has stage experience and knows what she's talking about. It's good. This was so bad. It was really, really bad. So bad. Jeff Hardy has been through so much in life. After we find out a
1: guy has fucking leukemia yeah um wow this was bad on every level um i just i just it was like every how everything like goes back to kurt like he ever he sees it all through his own lens like Rey mysterio i found out at wrestlemania that even though he's small he's a giant in the ring
0: so like, i was hoping that one of them would come back and it would have him with that little hat on you remember <laughs> the, the one that that austin got him yeah. back yeah. in the day Woo, yep. boy. These were bad. Yeah. These are bad. Yep. It was announced that Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar will headline Crown Jewel for the title. Lita and Trish Stratus are backstage putting each other in a backstage promo. I thought they delivered these very well. Sure. Uh, all sure. things considered, they did good. This was honestly a pretty good backstage segment. Alicia Fox comes up, and first off, she is 200 feet tall.
1: <laughs> she is. She is
0: enormous whatever heels she's wearing. But Alexa Bliss, maybe not cleared for contact tonight. Yep. Got popped by Rhonda over the weekend. Yeah. And <laughs> Alicia and Nikki attack, and then they get beaten up. There were some nasty bumps here. Yeah. They, they really, really beat the tar out of each other in this backstage they really segment.
1: Did. Yeah. No, it was good. Alicia, of course, is the hero of any segment she's in. Uh her dress by the way, could carry, just bring out a mannequin with her dress on it and play her voiceover. And it's still 10 times better than anything else that they can do with this. Um uh Yeah. I, I This was great. Um it, it makes me wish that Alicia was a, a bigger part of this, of this whole thing, because I mean, how much crossover was there? There, Well, I guess there was, I she was the biggest part of it. She was 10 feet tall. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, but she's been around for like 10, 11 years. So like, she's got a, she's got a true crossover from like, from an earlier time period to now that a lot of women don't have in in this uh, current roster.
0: Well, you know what? Sometimes people do complain about not having the biggest part. Yep. Sometimes people, people want, (laughs) how can I do that? I'm, I'm going to shit-can that one. I can't. It's, it's too tasteless. It's too tasteless.
1: I'm not going there. Even even Sean Ross has uh-uh. standards.
0: Not doing it. Not doing it. Not on this night. I'll think of something else. Not doing that one. Sorry, guys. <coughs> so, afterwards, Trish Stratus, after they beat them up, says... That's how we do it in the attitude era.
1: yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm like really? yeah um I I, I I was trying to explain this to somebody on Twitter over the weekend when they were like, because I, I don't like seeing all these retirees in 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 if like somebody's the- giving you attitude <laughs> about how you do it in any era.
0: Check out our friends at BlueChew.com. You won't get that attitude. Maybe some good attitude. After you visit BlueChew.com, it can increase your performance and give you that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com, like the color blue, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Maybe you time travel to 1998 and you're fully loaded. Maybe your game hasn't been so great and you're transported back to 2005 and your lady says no more. It's your judgment day. 2001 you're afraid of that backlash well you know what you need to do just transport right the hell back to 2017 and you show her those great balls of
1: fire
0: use that code fightful you get your first shipment free you just pay $5 shipping. They are prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor's visit. No waiting at the pharmacy. No more awkwardness. No shame in your game. I have a lot of people say, I don't need that. It's not about needing it. It is a, it is a performance enhancer. And I that is not a bad word, my friends. BlueChew.com. Code fightful. Let them know at Get Blue Chew on Twitter. You heard
1: about them from us. You were saying, Alex? I I forgot uh, that segue was too good what about the retirees. Yeah, the retirees. Um, that uh, I'm not a big fan of the the retirees being a big part of that battle royal. And I said that to. I mean, maybe maybe I'm crazy, but with the then, now, forever, what that means is the past, present, and future. And, and for me, the least important part of those three things is the past, because the present is what's going on right now, and the future is what you have ahead of you. The past is the least important part of those three things, but according to WWE, it feels like they think that's the most important part, and I don't feel like you can build something like this kind of a of, uh, program around that instead of the future.
0: Sure. DX comes out. They make a joke about Kane being mayor. So they're not running for mayor anytime soon.
1: Ooh, Ooh.
0: Those naughty DX boys breaking the fourth wall. They call themselves old and say that's what nostalgia really means. But nostalgia filled up a stadium in Australia and that a 40-year-old movie in Halloween is number one at the box office. Mm-hmm. I mean, nostalgia is in. I'm not going to deny that. Uh, no. wh- One of my favorite stories or f- favorite websites is ProWrestlingStories.com, which is essentially old interviews, rehashed, with some more background to it. Yep. It's good stuff. Retro content does well. Our retro review on fightfulsleck.com is one of our most popular features. And I get it. He's kind of addressing some of the, the criticisms, as he should. Sure. But, I mean, that that's taken such a backseat to the other criticisms about this show. And yeah. Kane and Undertaker show up and say absolutely nothing on the
1: TitanTron. Um they, <laughs> they they're in a little they're in a graveyard and uh they they just talk. They just talk. They make they make sounds with their mouth. There's no substance to it. The only new information that I got personally from out of it was that I didn't realize that Sean is over four years older than Hunter. I had no idea. Thanks, Styrofoam tombstones. Thank you for telling me all the things I needed to know.
0: (laughs) I posted on Twitter that I like Kane's promos a lot more when he was congratulating Daniel Bryan on hard fart victories. (laughs) Yep. Let's be honest. Sometimes after hard farts... Those aren't victories, no, no, no. for anybody. Those are Nobody losses. Nobody wins. Those are losses. Michael Cole brings out the Bella twins and Rousey. Why did the Bellas dress up in their ring gear for this?
1: I don't know. I don't know anything about. Ah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, they they are action figures of themselves. They don't. They're they don't they don't appear as real people to me. The Bellas, like they I mean, they. They they feel like very sophisticated robots. They don't feel like real people.
0: I mean, the thing is, they've got a clothing brand.
1: Yeah. Why didn't they come out in that? Yeah, absolutely. Where? How about some fashion? Where's some fashion? But the problem is, is, I I don't. I mean, maybe you could find one of your uh, you know fashion T shirts to to rip open, v- revealing the same T shirt underneath. Maybe that's something that you could do. Uh, Nikki It, it
0: Doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, Rousey's out there in street clothes. Yeah. Why does Nick Bella care if Ronda Rousey's going to lay a finger on her? They're, they're fighting Sunday.
1: I don't know. None of this makes any sense. It's a ridiculous. And part w- of it. while she has Brie there
0: to help her jump, Ronda. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Bella says Ronda Rousey's word didn't mean anything when she promised her mom she'd win the Olympics and world championships. Now, I get it. Nikki's supposed to be the heel here, but saying ha ha. Medal, but didn't win in the Olympics.
1: Yeah. You only got a bronze medal. Oh, you're only yeah. the third best judo person in the world that year. Oh, like, man. Ridiculous. Um, my Here's my, my thing about Nikki Bella and her whole, like, I understand the whole, like, you can't lay a finger on me before the match if you're the one who has the title. Like, that's the whole point of that. I've seen that used by the champ before in in these situations where if you touch me before the match on sunday the match is off it's in the contract Mm -hmm. but if you're the challenger that has no weight like like whoops you don't get a beat if you beat me up now you can't beat me up later whatever
0: bella smacks rousey who smiles about it and says i will end you i give you my word i thought that was a good way at least to get back around to that that cutesy little promo line sure why not yeah At Wrestling Sunday, we're going to make our predictions on the post-Smackdown show. Reminder, guys, all of our MMA content is moving to our new MMA YouTube channel. The link is in the description below and in the comment section below. Subscribe. That way, I don't have to plug it anymore. Exclusives, interviews, podcasts. I will be going live there very often as well. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre are backstage. And Ziggler says he appreciates Drew helping him out last week. They need to be on the same page. Drew says that Braun needed them way more than they needed him, and he is not afraid of Braun like everybody else is. He's going monster hunting. They made Drew McIntyre look real strong all night long. All night long. They made him look on par with Braun Strowman, and that ain't easy to do no matter who you are.
1: Nope. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to give my my full analysis of this whole situation after the Paul Heyman segment.
0: Well, that's what we're getting into. Paul Heyman gives a really great, heartfelt uh, speech about Roman Reigns and the WWE Universal Championship and says that Roman Reigns would want someone worthy of holding this title to hold it, and that is not Braun Strowman. Right.
1: He also says that if you have the title, you owe it to the people, to everyone in the back, to defend that title with everything you've got. Just like my client, Brock Lesnar, who never defended the title when he had it for a year. I felt like that was a little misstep in his... Uh, yes. In his well, lung. I
0: mean, also, he is he's a lying asshole. That's true. As a That's true. Braun comes out and tough talks Lesnar and Heyman. <laughs> and they, did, they were shoehorning the leukemia thing in a lot tonight. Yep. I mean, every time they could mention it. And... <laughs> Even Braun Braun Cricket Wireless promoed Leukemia. And when Roman Reigns gets done kicking Leukemia's ass, he'll be first in line for a championship opportunity. I was like, God damn, man. Like
1: well, I, I, I was I like, did, lay off a little bit, please. I just I, I, I did I did appreciate that he threw in the I know Roman and me have had our differences the yes. past years. There was that one time where I threw him. He was on a gurney, and I ran, and I just chucked it off with his, his loading dock. And then, then he bought, put in an ambulance, and I lifted the ambulance over. And there was Hit that me one, one time with an ambulance. There was that one time when I was in an ambulance, and he ran it right into a semi-trailer. And I got out, and my face was all messed up. But after I beat Brock Lesnar, he'll be the first in line. Um, I, I did like that he mentioned that there was a, a little bit of a, you know, some differences they'd had in the past. Yes.
0: A little bit of leukemia, too. Yeah, a little, a little bit of leukemia. Of as, yeah. as Heavy J says in the chat, leukemia is going to get these hands. <laughs> oh, man. But I mean, I appreciate the sentiment. And yeah. I saw an Instagram post that he put out that was much more appropriate than having him sure. put this line out there. So as he turns around, McIntyre flies through the air yep. and blasts him with a Claymore. Yep. That ain't easy to do. I don't know if you saw a table for three, but Drew McIntyre revealed that he came up with the Claymore during the 3MB days because his pants were so tight <laughs> that when he tried to do a big boot, he lo- left his feet and actually knocked himself loopy <laughs> while doing it to Ryback. So now, anytime he does it on purpose, I'm like, is he going to knock himself loopy because he did it on accident once? Yeah. But uh, he got some air on the floor. This was a
1: hell of a Claymore, Alex. Yes, it was. Listen, it's a horrible tragedy, this thing that's going on with Roman. We don't know the prognosis of it or whatever. We absolutely believe that he will pull through. We hope he does. We send prayers out to him and his family. Out of that, I don't know how they could have set this up better if they had tried. Because they already had the tensions boiling over from last week between Drew and Braun. And it turns out all you need to go from Braun being super heel to Braun being monster babyface again is for him to have a program with Brock Lesnar, who we all want to see lose, at Redacted. Maybe not Saudi Arabia, probably still Saudi Arabia. Um, So now they've given Braun, who's now a monster baby face again, a huge obstacle to overcome in Brock and a demon to exercise because he's still never beaten Brock. That's a huge moment for him to be able to become universal champion in that moment. And they've set up an immediate and honest to goodness, real threat of a challenger in Drew McIntyre. This could not have been set up better. Like if that's where you're going to go with, with this universal title, in the aftermath of this unforeseen tragedy with Roman Reigns, I, I can't imagine there being a better silver lining to that cloud.
0: Uh, we did say off the air, this did kind of force them to get creative.
1: That's the thing, man. Like if you've, if you put all your eggs in that one, in this one basket and that's all you do. And this, this, that's everything's to that end. And all of a sudden you can't use that anymore. All of a sudden you're going to have to use those, creative muscles in your brain that have been atrophying and you get to find out these new ways of moving things around as we'll see by the end of the night there's all sorts of open ends now where we don't know what's going on and i'm all for it
0: so apparently roman when roman reigns got to the back everybody was waiting on him Hmm. hugging him showing him support um Actually, I just now I just see a WWE clip they posted on that. You can see Braun Strowman hugging him wow. as, as they come through the back as well. So lots of support for him. But we'll talk more about the creative aspects of this as the show goes on. <clears throat> Elias plays the guitar very well. He's interrupted by Apollo. And I'm still surprised, especially after what they did later, mm-hmm. that they think this is a babyface thing to do. They yeah. think that interrupting Elias is somehow good for baby faces it, listen it uh, this
1: is the thing is that we live in a very tribal society uh Sean Ross Sapp, and if if who you consider to be the good guys does something, then it's good. If who you consider to be the bad guys does something then it's bad good point. A and damn so, good point. And so if the good guy is doing it, it has to be good. And if the bad guy does it, it has to be bad. So that's why like, I can't think of a better uh, illustration of that dichotomy than Apollo Cruz interrupts Elias. Oh, that's good. Uh, Baron Corbin does the exact same thing. Oh, that's bad. It's like, it's right there. I, I can't black and white. Uh, literally.
0: Aryan Buhler, a UFC fighter who you all may remember as the guy that Jinder Mahal was supposed to uh, walk out to the cage last year, actually tweeted his support of Roman Reigns. We have several exclusives on him up on FightfulMMA.com and FightfulSelect.com, actually, so check those out. Elias has a submission powered out of by Apollo. <clears throat> he gets a, cr- Cruz rather, gets a standing moonsault and a Samoan drop for two. Big walk with Elias chance during this match gets a knee, drift away for the win. He stays on the stage throughout the commercial and says, you know what? I'm not done. I'm going to perform. And the crowd is thrilled with it. Yep. Baron Corbin is not. Baron Corbin interrupts and says, we don't have time for this. We have a contract signing. We're not doing it. So Elias sings a song and targets Baron and Baron has the mic cut. <clears throat> and Elias leaves. Baron Corbin trots down towards the ring, and Elias just cracks. Cracks. Corbin yep. over the back with the guitar. I have my decor guitar in the shot. That is Homeboy's, a laser-engraved Jeff Jarrett guitar that I got for like 25 bucks on TNAShop.com once upon a time. I, I busted it out for the NWA 70th anniversary show. But... It makes sense to keep it there tonight. Elias, babyface, right move, especially after what happened in the opening of Raw tonight, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, again, it's a a truly shocking thing considering the legendary heat heat he got like three or four weeks ago in Seattle when all he had to do was mention that they didn't have an NBA team anymore and they booed him for 10 minutes. Like... Uh, he's, I think he's going to be great as a babyface, but he was, to
0: put over his local
1: sports teams. That's right. That's all he's going got to do. But I think he's going to be great in either role. But he was doing so well as a heel. I'm kind of shocked he decided to switch him over.
0: Yeah, he's one of those guys
1: that could really just work no matter what. And I do think that he that in the ring his 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 arsenal of moves is very babyface-ish. Like, there's a lot yeah. of cool things that are going to get big pops when he hits them.
0: So, this Roman Reigns situation has led to major realignment on the card. Yeah. A lot of shades of gray, a lot of, a lot of people moving around. Because when you have your top perceived baby face, but no matter what, your top focal point of the show out, all of a sudden, people are going to move up, move down, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Also, you all got to remember... They're missing Kevin Owens too.
1: Yeah, Kevin yeah, Kevin Owens Kevin was a, Owens was a who kind of
0: it. is the glue and was such a utility player yeah. for so long. You need him in a tag role, need him in a main event, need him as comedy, need him as serious. He fits a little bit of everything and he's not there for a long time. <clears throat> Fatal four-way match. Ember Moon defeated Tamina, Nia Jackson, Dana Brooks. My response was cool. Fatal four-way on Raw. It lasted 2 minutes. Yep. Dana Brooke strikes looked really good. Yes. And she has leaned out. She's gotten herself back in great shape. Uh, Glad to see that. I want to see what she can do in a 10 minute match. I want to see that now because she's put the work in. Tamina super kicks Naya, gets a clip by Ember and that's it.
1: Yeah. um, (laughs) Listen, um, if anything, the brevity of this match just proved that Baron Corbin wasn't lying. They really didn't have time for Elias to do a song. True. Like, like like this, if he'd done the song, they would have had to cut this match entirely.
0: Great general managing he did there. Yeah. He generally managed the hell out of that show. That's he true. took one for the team. That's true. That's that is true. excellent work. Excellent work. Also, they announced that uh, the Battle Royal Sunday will be over the top rope. I had actually 777, one of our, our mods on Fightful.com, asked me if I knew about this about if it what kind of battle royale it would be because for years before it was through the ropes, right? Even WWE's World War 3 I learned recently was through the ropes. That's coming soon on fifoselect.com that retro review, but this is over the top rope. I I messaged WWE for clarity. They didn't provide it yesterday, but they did tonight. So, no harm, no foul. I do I am okay with this result for a couple reasons. One, I'm looking at those four women in the ring, and Dana Brooke may be the second best worker. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on where you see Nia. And it does give the impression that matches can end whenever. And sometimes you need that. Right. Sometimes you need a match that looks like it's going to go a while to go two minutes.
1: Yeah. In in this scenario, in a four-way match where there's uh, attention being divided – if Ember Moon can can catch somebody unawares with her unkickoutable finish, oh yeah, that match should end. Like that I think everybody
0: dude, takes well.
1: Oh yeah, everybody takes that move well. I feel like everyone and every girl in the back is like, I can't wait to take it because I got this really good idea for how I'm going to sell it. I like, love it. Everybody does it so different. Good. Yeah, it's so good.
0: It's fantastic. Everybody was taking Willie Mack's Stunner different last night yeah. too. Sam Shaw. Was taking the hell out of Willie Mack's stunner on NWA. And I'm, you know, I'm always down to see more Willie Mack. Impact, NWA, yeah. Lucha Underground. He's he's great. Yep. WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. This was a good one. Ambrose and Rollins cut a great emotional promo backstage. Ambrose says they'll do what they always do, win. He wasn't lying. These two have their typical fast-paced, high-level match. Some uh, highlights include Rollins with the suicide dive, Ziggler with the fame-asser, McIntyre with the Bama Slamma, as we call it. Mm -hmm. Dogs of War use the typical Yank Ambrose off the apron and then clothesline him when he runs around the ring spot. And we come back, and Drew McIntyre does a beautiful spider suplex. For those of you unfamiliar with the term, that's where your feet are essentially in the tree of woe, and then you lean up and grab a German suplex and throw the person back. However, how Rollins does it is he takes it on a moonsault cell and does a face bump off of it.
1: Yeah. That was magnificent. So good. Loved it.
0: (laughs) Ambrose follows with a big drop kick as as soon as McIntyre gets done doing that move. Rollins gets posted. Zigzag from Ziggler. And he, the pinfall, you can tell that, Dolph Ziggler was a high-level amateur wrestler. Yeah. He does everything he can to get that person's shoulders on the mat. Yeah. He does the deep, far leg. Then he hooks the near leg with his own legs and laces it. The yeah. type of pin that you usually only put on somebody when you're going to win a match in general yeah. because yeah. you're afraid they might not be able to kick out, especially if you're Dolph Ziggler, one of the all-time great wrestlers at the college that he went to. Yep. Uh, so that was really good. Then Strowman's music hits. Yep. Ziggler and Rollins take each other out and the rep. This was beautifully timed. Yes. As soon as McIntyre sees Braun, he goes, all right, you son of a bitch, let's go. And Uh they do. They brawled all over the place. This was the continuation of them putting Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre on the same level. And by that, I don't mean they dragged down Braun Strowman. They put Drew McIntyre all the way up. Now, we often talk about how they protect everybody on a show sometimes a little yeah. too much, but their idea of protecting somebody is 50 50, 50 50 over and over again. Yeah. Drew McIntyre wasn't getting pinned. Mm-mm. Drew McIntyre was getting pins. Drew McIntyre was hanging in there with top guys. And this is the culmination of that, Alex. And it's unfortunate that it took, maybe took what happened to Roman Reigns yes. to accelerate that a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, th- listen, I'm I'm always begging for heels that don't get scared. Like I love that Drew that Drew McIntyre says, "Okay, okay, Biggin, bring it." Like that's a that's a huge deal because so often WWE, if, as soon as a guy goes from being a babyface to a heel, or he gets in a in a certain, th- like, all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, whoops, gotta gotta be a chicken shit." I, no, 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 not, not Drew, And not against this guy either. Like, like it's so perfect. I love that Braun has met a guy who stands up to him and, and Braun just keeps moving through and, and Drew pushes back. It's, it's a great setup to a possible um, a future feud here. I mean, I'm I'm thinking it's inevitable at this point, but I still don't want to, didn't want to get my hopes up, but I want to say that also the fact that Drew is so large and moves the way he does and his finisher is just turning his massive frame into a heat-seeking missile aimed at the other guy's head like that's a perfect counter to what braun is like that's that that, these guys could not be better matchups for each other and i'm so excited for this this is this is the right thing how do you make a guy like drew mcintyre
0: look like an underdog Braun Strowman, that's yeah, out. There you go. And that ain't easy to do. That is he, not easy to I, do. And the
1: thing about it that I love is that Drew McIntyre would would absolutely push back and say, "No, no, 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 no I'm. He should be scared of me." Yes. And that's yes. I love that characterization that he's doing. So <laughs> Ziggler
0: tries to use the title and is stopped by Ambrose. Curb stomp and a pin. New tag team champions. Now I am can't believe I'm saying I'm very interested about anything about Dolph Ziggler, but I'm very interested to see where he falls throughout all this. Yes. Because Dolph Ziggler has had a weird year. He won the U S title, gave it up to be number 30 in the Royal rumble, got eliminated in two minutes, did nothing. Yep. And he has been not just serviceable. He has done very, very well in this role. Yeah. He has been exceptional in this role and It looked like he was going to be the odd man out here. No. He helped keep a lot of these matches together and made a lot of these matches really good. So I hope that something good's in the cards uh, for him as well. So this is a great moment. And it turns into an even greater moment. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, hug, embrace after winning the Tag Team Championships the night that Roman Reigns announces that he has leukemia. It is an emotional moment. You heard the pop. It's just really good. How does it get better? WWE playing on all of the emotions of the night by having Dean Ambrose hit dirty deeds on Seth Rollins. What was your reaction to that moment before we get into any of the aftermath?
1: My immediate immediate reaction was... And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna vacillate back and forth over the next week. My immediate reaction was way to overthink at WWE. Like, like, you couldn't just let that moment sit. Like, you couldn't have Drew, uh, uh, um, uh, Dean turn on Seth uh, if he's in his corner in, in in the in the in the World Cup tournament. You couldn't mm-hmm. like in this moment. Like, it was it was absolute such amazing goodwill. And it was like, ah, we we got him though. We're gonna suck all the air out of it. And it's it's in turns in my head, um, just like totally taking the rug out from under something we all wanted to celebrate, and also insidiously brilliant. Like it's it's both things at once. Like, and that's this thing is that's when it, which to me means it's probably the right choice. And and that's the thing is that. Is that it leaves so many open possibilities? It doesn't make sense to me why Drew, why sorry, why Dean would pull the ref back into the ring to allow Seth to get the pin, so they could become champs if he's just going to break up that tag team. Like, well,
0: I'm hoping they explain that. That's the thing. Me too. And that that leaves me intrigued. And now I'm thinking. I got to watch more raw next Monday. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway. Yeah. I do this show, yeah. right. but I want to watch raw next yeah. Monday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There
0: are so many things that happened on this program that made yeah. me say, I want to watch this show next week.
1: Right. Um. And, and also what a heel turn by, by Dean. I mean, like the uh, fact one that, of the best ever take, take, take out the context and the context is important, but even absent of absent of that context in a void. Um, Dean's like throwing the, the tag belts and the intercontinental title belts at, at, at at Seth, who is like vaguely trying to back away from him on the floor in the timekeepers area saying, this is all that mean that it means anything to you. Right. Just this, 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 like the idea that like it appears is what they're going with is that Dean is, is upset with, with Seth for, for prizing, titles above their friendship is very interesting. Um, And also kept on saying like, say it to me again, say it to me again. I was like, like the, the lunatic thing really got under his skin. And of course, how does he respond? By being more of a lunatic than ever by giving him the dirty deeds on the concrete, like, and then exiting up the ramp, shirtless taking off his SWAT gear. Like it's just epic.
0: My favorite part of this was when (laughs) Ambrose is beating up Rollins next to the crowd. Yeah. And there's this one fan that's like, why, man? Why? <laughs> yep. And WWE caught it. And usually they they don't like to catch isolated audio of, of a yeah. fan. But they cut to the audience a lot. And specifically, that fan being so into it. Yeah. Oh, it made it so good. Well, so good. That, that, it, was, it was on this night. After that match, after Roman Reigns had said those things, yeah, there was no other perfect formula than this. This was the night to do it. This was the best night. If you're turning Rollins or turning Ambrose on Rollins, it's it's insane. Now, what did did you catch what Rollins was saying as Ambrose was beating him up?
1: No, I missed it.
0: It seems like he was mumbling stuff and just saying like "stop" and "I'm sorry" and stuff like that. Like there, there's more to even break down than I even had the opportunity to go back and look at right Right. here. Right. No. Obviously, and if you're Dean Ambrose, Seth kind of deserves it after years ago. Now, Rollins has tried to make up for that, but
1: yeah. Well, there's the other thing is like like. He can't. Right before he hit the dirty deeds, he was saying, "You asked for this. You wanted this. This is what you wanted the whole time." Something like this. Like, um, I, mean, I, I I'm let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they'll explain it. Um, uh, the other, the, but again, this creates so many open ends. You have um, these guys now are the tag team champs, but presumably won't be defending the belts together. Um, uh, so. I'm not sure what they do with those tag belts. They haven't been using them much anyway. Uh, I don't know the last time Rollins ever defended that Intercontinental title. Like honestly, how many months ago was that?
0: It hasn't been months. I
1: mean, it, it feels like he got he defended it against Dolph like after last month after to Hell in a Cell. Okay, maybe? it's
0: been it's been yeah, it's been the night after Hell in a Cell. He okay. defended against Dolph Ziggler.
1: So so over so, a month. Yeah, sure. over a month. Over a month so weeks uh, at this point and i don't know how long it was before then but anyway um listen there's all these open ended parts of this which which only serves to make it more interesting because there's all these options that they can go for the problem with with i wish i wish there were other 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 tag teams on raw that i would that i was confident could carry a tag division because I, I think the Revival absolutely could carry a tag division w- against AOP, but I don't have confidence in WWE to book it that way. There's a lot of other things that are out there. Um, I, don't, I don't know where they go with this, but I love the fact that this gets Rollins and Dean completely out of the universal title picture. It lets them have their grudge match. They could do it over the IC title or not, but you can, you can have Braun do his thing with Drew Listen, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I know there's always a chance they they put the damn Universal title back on Brock because WWE. But, yeah. If they don't and they actually wise up and do this thing, they've been gifted this opportunity to go back on all the mistakes they made with Braun Strowman. Put Monster Babyface, give that guy that belt and have his perfect foil in Drew McIntyre and ride that shit into the into yeah. Royal Rumble, you know?
0: A lot of people think that they'll put the title in Lesnar so he can walk out with it at UFC. Oh,
1: please. Okay, God, so no. guys,
0: if they didn't let Connor McGregor walk out with either of the two titles he didn't lose, I I highly doubt that they'll let Brock Lesnar bring a WWE championship and people will be like, Oh, Brock does what he wants. Uh no, not if Connor didn't. Because <laughs> Connor literally does what he wants. Yeah. That was Raw. We have match ratings going up in the morning. Of course, we have post-Smackdown. We have List and your boy this week, this Wednesday, myself and Jimmy Van. I think it is November 28th is List and your boy 100. Me and Melissa, producer Melissa, are going to fight. We're going to yeah. be heavy on media. I am promising big surprises. Explosions. Moves banned from WWE. Whether Jimmy's here or not, I, I am setting the date. November 28th is listing your boy 100. Even if it's episode 97, it'll be 100. This is what we're doing. Guys, please subscribe to our MMA and boxing channel. The link is in the description below. I will be pushing that heavily. After UFC 230, there will be a big shift there, and we'll be moving a lot of our MMA and boxing content over there because I am looking to bring you all more content than ever. Went live on the MMA channel today, as did Carlos Toro talking about Mandy Pacquiao's deal with uh, PBC. You all can follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross Sat. Follow us at Fightful Online. Thank you guys so much. Leave us a thumbs up. We're out.